Hey you, yes you, listener, how old are you? Well, no matter how old you are, I'm pretty sure at some point in your life, you've felt nostalgia, the vintage, the retro. Hi, my name is Adrian, I'm 17 years old, and I've been curious for the 90s for that reason. I found a special someone to talk about it, Logan Bay, Lumpin' Radio's director. He has a secret retro life, let's hear about it. Hi Logan, it's Adrian again. We met at the museum last week. Yes. Right. Hello, Adrian. I was wondering if you'd be able to start off by telling us your name and what you do for a living. Yeah, hi. Uh, this is Logan Bay. Um, I am the station director at Lumpen Radio, and I work at Mars Community Brewing and a bunch of other businesses in Bridgeport and on the south side of Chicago. I also heard you're a graphic designer. Where do you tend to draw inspiration from for the artwork that you do? Yeah, I am a graphic designer. I'm probably more freelance than side jobs, and I've always done party flyers and stuff since I was younger um, and growing up throwing crazy parties. I get a lot of inspiration from other illustrators and pop artists and sources of art that I've seen growing up and things that I find interesting. I also noticed that you like to incorporate a lot of like 80s, 90s characters. Is there any specific ones that you actually like to uh, focus on? I use a lot of different characters in my work. It really depends on the audience um, for the projects I'm working on and kind of what the art direction is. So um, I've used everything from like Hello Kitty and like SpongeBob to like Barney and Tom and Jerry or even like Masters of the Universe. Um, I definitely draw references on that, but it kind of depends on the vibe. Um, whether I want something cute or something crazy or something weird and spacey. Is there any particular reason for why you started leaning towards 80s, 90s characters? Yeah, I think it talks to a certain audience. When I use characters and, and things from the past, um, I like that idea of there's kind of a shared vocabulary and pop language, and there's certain things and baggage that comes with that, which can be bad or good. And so I like to kind of reinterpretate or recontextualize characters and kind of put them in the mix to either show off things about them that I think people don't always think about or also just to kind of make myself laugh, you know, put them in weird situations. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of the word retro? Well, retro is kind of like looking to the past or things that are in the past, but it's also like an awareness of the past. So I think that's the... The interesting thing about it, it's not truly the past, it's kind of an idealized or fictionalized version of the past. So when you're working on your artwork, is there any point of focus or any like usual thing that you focus on when you're working like on different art pieces? I just really try and think about how all the things work together and try and tell a story or at least set up a situation where um a viewer can kind of maybe there's a narrative thread through my pieces I think a lot of my work is influenced by comic books and graphic novels and so while it's still art I do like to kind of have that that thread that you can actually read it so there's an aesthetic value but there's also kind of the narrative value in there too uh, I also know that you've done some work for the pop-up youth radio and it has a you know like retro vibe what yeah. character did you base it on the original Pop-Up Youth Radio was based off a Garbage Pail Kid, which was a kid un- kind of unzipping their face and a skeleton was coming out. Um, and I like that kind of surprise aspect of it, so I kind of converted that character to a child-like or a teen uh, 
for whatever it is, a garbage pail kid, you know, a cabbage patch kid unzipping their face and like out comes a satellite dish so they're transmitting or they're part of like a radio. Those are some really, uh, in- that's actually like a really interesting thing. Um, especially since, you know, the garbage pail kids at one time were like really shunned on. Is there any opinion that you have on that? Like why people started shunning the garbage pail kids and like the artists that created them? Well, it's, it's, that's like anything. There's always something that kids and weirdos are into that's the gross or freaky, you know, the man or the squares or whatever are going to always be like, you can't, you can't do these weird, crazy, zany things. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like a weird trading card. You know, there were trading cards called like um, Dinosaurs Attack and Mars Attack that were like dinosaurs and Martians like murdering people and they're really gory but really kind of goofy and those got like banned and, you know, I don't know, people always get upset. The same thing with parents always get mad at video games now. So nothing's changed. It's all the same stuff. Yeah, that is true. Are there any other projects that you've worked on, like murals, uh, shirts, posters, anything like that? Yeah, I've done a whole variety of stuff. I've done a mural up in the north side. Um, I think, uh, oh, I can't even remember the neighbor now. I feel really bad. Um, I've done t-shirts, um, done murals all over the world. And I always kind of use characters and things that I think will interact with the local audience and kind of bring some joy and some fun to um, what's what's going on. What's your favorite project that you've worked on so far? What are they typically about or what is the project about? Well, I got at one time I got to do a whole line of, uh, of skateboard decks for this, uh, this skateboard line produced in Thailand. And it was really fun to one, do a bunch of real psychedelic superhero art. So I like superheroes. But it was also fun because I got to turn skateboarders into superheroes. And even though I think, you know, times have changed and sports and stuff, like that's popular, like still growing up when I grew up, like the idea that you could think of like a skateboarder as a superhero, I find kind of amusing and funny um, that they have like these superpowers and they do all these crazy things and that in some ways they're like role models. And so that was like really fun to kind of do that. And then um, I've worked a lot with this label called Unknown to the Unknown and Hot House, there's a couple of subdivisions in the UK. And uh, the guy who runs that label like likes my drawings and saw from my really old work and he always just kind of comes to me with really weird ideas and just lets me like freak out. And so most recently I got to do a huge like triple LP, like three record set with the cool full color cover. And it's just kind of fun to do some of those projects where you get to have a bigger canvas and kind of do something a little wilder and someone's into it and excited and it looks really cool when you see it. You're like, oh, it's out in the real world, it exists. Sounds like you were really having fun with that. Yeah, good. And I and I don't know, I guess maybe that's part of it too. I like using all those retro and things too. I think they, they're always kind of have an era of fun to them and I like to do work that's fun and have fun while I'm doing it. I get a giggle every time I draw. I've also heard that you like to collect cool retro items. Is there any kind of things that you specifically like to collect? No, I'm, I have a really bad problem. I like all kinds of cute, cute weird, or freaky-looking things, from toys to uh, games to records. Um, I think, too, a lot of even um, what you think about when I talk about art comes from my, like, I'm also a DJ, and so I've always been about collecting records and different sources and DJing is so much about putting together different things and new contexts and new sentences and fusing different music together. So I think that kind of aesthetic um, not only is an audio thing, but also affects like visual arts or just your everyday life. What is your favorite retro item or the best retro item that you've ever owned out of your like collection? Oh, I can't pick just one. That's impossible. 
tough. That's tough. <laughs> Are, are there any select few? Like any like specific ones that you usually, you know, like? That, that I like? Um, no, I mean, I definitely have a bunch of old like action figures that I had when I was growing up that I that I always like to look at. And it's not as much that they were a retro. Well, I guess it is a retro, but there was like a period, I guess, in the 80s back, you know, when children played with toys. Um, and before everything just became like big, like now it's all Marvel or toy franchises that are like kind of licensed. So I have a lot of like kind of bootleg toys mm-hmm. and just like weird toys that were, they're just kind of strange. And I like that there used to be like really ugly and weird toys that kids got to play with. Um, what is your fondest childhood youth memory that you have? Oh man, See, these, are, these are tough questions too. I don't, I don't know. I'm old. I don't remember childhood anymore. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I guess I'm stumped now. I think childhood was, it was just fun to be able to like have fun and play with stuff and just get to like you know freak out and like have your friends over and the idea that you could like spend a whole day like doing nothing but like digging a hole and playing with some action figures and like running around. That's pretty. That's pretty fun. That does sound really fun, honestly. Yeah. In your opinion. What was the best thing from the 90s? The best thing from the 90s? Ooh. Oh, okay, that's easy. I, I would say the explosion of zines and underground publishing and kind of these ideas of alternative cultures and communities being able to connect um, across the country and the globe. That was a pretty exciting thing to, to be a part of. Aside from rave parties and craziness. So what about raves? Did you ever go to one? Yes, I went to quite a few raves. What was your experience usually at, like, raves? It was just really fun and exciting to go into, like, abandoned buildings or places in towns that you never had been to or would never go to and end up in a room with thousands of people dancing and freaking out till, like, 6 or 8 in the morning or until the cops came and told everyone to go home. Um, It was crazy, man. It was crazy times. Those sound really crazy. Can you can you imagine like thousands of people getting together and like and not getting broken up by the cops or something bad happening nowadays? Like I don't know, like and not being like a corporate sponsored event by like a soft drink company or like a shoe brand. We're just like, hey, we're gonna do a really weird party and all the weirdos are gonna come and we're gonna freak out and have fun and everyone's gonna have fun and then go home. Would you recommend going to a rave? Yeah, if you could if you could take a time machine back to like the 90s and go to like a real rave, I think it would totally be worth it. What are you going to be doing later tonight? I'm actually, in true Chicago fashion, finishing working a long day at my day job and then packing up my bags and going to DJ at the band store on State Street for like their opening party event with Knox Fortune, um, a local rapper and producer and songwriter guy. Have fun. It sounds like you're going to have a lot yeah, of fun. I think so. I don't know. I'll probably be the oldest person there. <laughs> Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us? No, I just feel real old now thinking about the 80s and 90s. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Logan. Awesome. Thank you for talking to me.